This week on Grape Encounters Radio. We're here at a time when there is a real crisis going on in Greece, and it is making news all over the world. Tomorrow we have the voting for the referendum of Greece, and it's very important for us. Unfortunately, because we pre-record this show, when we air this show, the referendum will have already occurred. We don't know what's going to happen tomorrow, but really we are not depressed, first of all. And the second is that we have a dream that tomorrow is going to be something new for us. It's the most serious vote for the whole Greeks. In your life, right? In, in our lives. Yes. Yeah, I'm 47 years old and this is going to be the most important vote in my life. And now, transmitting our signal to wine lovers of the world from our Atascadero Wine Cellar Studio in the heart of the Central Coast wine country of San Luis Obispo County, California, we bring you Grape Encounters with David Wilson. Peel me a grape, crush me some ice, skin me a peach, save the fuzz for my pillow. All right, it is time for your Grape Encounter, and I don't know if you were listening a couple of months ago when we had the privilege of having Miss Ileana Stengo in our studio in Atascadero, California. And if you listen to that show, then you know that Miss Stengo and her husband are the owners of the Porto Caras Resort in northern Greece, which is one of the greatest resorts in all of the world, certainly in Greece. And now, because I was privileged to have her invite me to this resort, I am sitting on the beach with Ileana and also Poppy Golfi, who is... I'm the deputy commercial manager at Domain Porto Caras. The ambassador of fun. (laughs) (laughs) That's true, David. Okay. This is the first time I've ever done an interview on a beach. It's the first time I've ever interviewed anybody in a bikini. <laughs> That's the truth. And that I have, I'm and wearing I have two, something. two beautiful Greek women in bikinis on the beach lucky in you. northern Greece. I'm a very, very lucky man right now. And I spent the entire day driving around and looking at the vineyards at this amazing resort here in Greece. And first of all, I just want to say, Ileana, Thank you so much for having us here in Greece. What an exciting thing to do. And no matter what you told our listeners back a couple of months ago, this is way better. Wow. Thank you, David. I want to say welcome. Welcome to Porto Caras and welcome to Greece, first of all, in Porto Caras and our domain. And we are very excited to have you here today, tonight, and last night also, and for a few more days here, because we are really happy to show you, you know, with your own eyes to see what is happening here and what we have here with us. So, first of all, and this is a very serious comment, we're here at a time when there is a real crisis going on in Greece and it is making news all over the world. There's a very important vote that will be happening tomorrow. Tomorrow, yes. Tomorrow we have the voting for the referendum of Greece and it's very important for us. And unfortunately, because we pre-record this show, when we air this show, the referendum will have already occurred. So that part of it will be old news. But tell me what exactly is going on here 
I'm sitting on a beach where there are thousands of people, and this is the Puerto Corras resort that you and your husband run, but it just seems like the mood here in Greece is not nearly as frightening as it might be, you know, someplace else. It just seems that the mood of the people here in Greece is very positive, despite the fact that you are facing a very difficult set of circumstances. Yeah, that's true, David. Tomorrow we have to vote, and the whole Greece is expecting to finish all that crisis and that bad economical situation that we have right now. But we don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. But really, we're not depressed, first of all. And the second is that we have a dream that tomorrow is going to be something new for us. It doesn't matter if uh, they vote for yes or if they vote for no. But finally, we are going to have some answers and uh, a situation that we can deal with. Because now, this week, everything is stopped for a while. You know, the banks are closed. Yes. And we cannot even deal with uh, the everyday things. So for sure that tomorrow is going to be something better than today. Are you excited? that there's going to finally be a decision here? Yes, we are. Yeah. And, you know, it's very interesting because I have been in buses and vehicles with many Greek people, and it seems like there are people who are voting in both directions. But in America, it seems to me that if we were faced with a decision like you're being faced with, that there would be a lot of very uncomfortable debate going on. But here it seems like everybody, you know, has their own opinion and nobody criticizes the other person for having a different point opinion. of view. Is, is yes. that right? Yeah, it It's very right. It's very right. Because the, the most important for us is to be connected. Okay. Yes. So we don't really care if our friend vote yes and we know. But the, the final thing is for us is to have that decision so we can have the opportunity to do the next step. So we don't have to deal with each other. I mean to fight each other. Okay. It's not the point. The point is to be connected the, at the whole time. Whatever the result is going to be tomorrow night, the truth is to be French, because we have to deal a serious problem, a serious economical problem, and if we are connected, we are going to deal it, you know, stronger. So nobody is criticizing the other person's perspective no. on this? No, And because how about, we are in a free country. And what do you think, Poppy? That's, you know, democracy, what it is. <laughs> Look at you, you're being shy for the first time. No, no, I'm not shy. I'm, <laughs> I'm thinking because you make me to think that tomorrow it's such an important day for all the Greeks people, even we are standing besides the sea, but it's the most serious vote for the whole Greeks. In your life, right? In, in our lives. Yes. Uh, I'm 47 years old and this is going to be the most important vote in my life. So I don't think that we have to fight each other, we have to be united as a nation. Of course, everyone knows what it's best for him, But we have to look after the good for all the Greeks people. So the good for the country. Your resort is obviously very successful. You're sold out most of the time during this period of time, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. And so regardless of the situation here, if it did not exist, you would still be a very successful business. Are you the largest privately owned resort in Greece or certainly one of the top resorts here in the country, right? Yeah, our resort is one of the largest. I don't want to say the largest because I don't really know very well the other properties. Maybe there are something bigger than us, but I don't really believe it. But also we are a full destination. I mean a full. We have so much things here that you can do and everybody can do and uh, activities and things. So I think we are a total destination to come to 
Greece. So when you come here, you don't have to do anything else. You know, once you arrive at Puerto Carras, you have arrived and everything that you need will be taken care of, right? Right. Let's talk about the resorts that you have here because you have at least two hotels, right? We have two hotels, the big hotels, 1,000 room. Um... You're like Las Vegas, man. <laughs> <laughs> and you also even... we have a small historical boutique hotel, our chateau that you saw that morning. I know. And actually, Poppy's going to get me in there tonight. She said she has a key, right? <laughs> For the villa? <laughs> For the villa. You're in 2,500 square meters? Oh, don't tell anybody that. I'm going okay. to lose you in there. <laughs> so, so that's like, when you first told me the size of the chateau, I was thinking square feet, but it was actually no, no, it square, was square meters. meters. This is a big place. It's a big, real big. Talk about the history of that for a moment. The history is that place was built from a famous Greek architect, Mr. Kapsabelis, and the architecture is like a monastery. It's uh, the architecture from the third leg that the holy mountain Athos is and has a lot of, uh, has 24 rooms right now. Wow. And belongs to the small historical boutique hotels of Europe. So if that chateau could talk, what would it tell me? So many VIPs, very important person. Tell me some of the people that have been there. From the recent ones, that's uh, the Queen of Morocco. Yeah. The President of Russia, Mr. Putin. Wow. Uh, The Prime Minister of Greece, of course, and uh, many famous actor and actress, but also the uh, Prime Minister of France. And, uh, of course, I forgot the very, very famous one. What's that? Salvador Dali, the famous painter. Oh, yes! He lived here for 10 years, and he has his own rooms. You know, he must have been a very big wine lover. Yeah, very big yeah. Uh, wine lover and uh, very big for our wine. Yeah. yeah. But you bought the property after he stayed here, right? Yes, because okay. he, he passed away. Okay, so let's talk about the wine for a moment, okay? Okay. The wines that you have here are very interesting because you have wines here that are among the oldest wines in the world, in history, right? Right. And then you also grow wines that we're very familiar with, especially the Bordeaux varietals, right? Yes, right. Okay, and it's hard to say which are more popular but you have the Malaguzia, which is a delicious white wine, and I think a very close cousin to Malvasia, right? Exactly. But in America, I don't think people really know Malaguzia very well. Um, it's a very aromatic white varietal, and give us a big, how can I say, dream that America going to love that wine. And from the result from California, I think that people and consumers love this wine. This uh, varietal was really extinguished back in the 1960s. We found the root and we revived that varietal. So the whole Greece now has this varietal because of Porto Carras. Okay, Ileana, hold that thought while we take a quick break. Your Grape Encounter will continue in just a moment with our very special guests, Ileana Stango and Poppy Golfi from one of the many beautiful beaches at the Porto Carras Resort in northern Greece, just a minute or two away from their vineyard, which is one of the very largest in all of Europe. They're my hosts, and I'm your host, David Wilson. We're all guilty of sin. We open a costly bottle of wine and recork it with the intent of drinking the rest later. But later comes and goes, and that delicious wine also goes. South, that is. The Coravin is the most reliable way to enjoy your wine without any concern about the unconsumed wine going bad. And while the Coravin wine access system costs a bit more than other preservation systems, it does something they don't. It works perfectly. The Coravin is a beautifully engineered handheld device that gives you access to your wine through a small needle that you gently push straight through the cork. Inert argon gas is injected into the bottle, while as little or as much of the wine that you want flows right into your glass. 
The Argon gas keeps your wine so safe, it's as though you never opened the bottle. Want to learn more? Simply click the Corbin link online at GrapeEncounters.com. A wine is a terrible thing to waste. Get your Corbin at GrapeEncounters.com. A lot of people ask me why Manzanita Manor's incredible Portuguese dessert wine is called Two Horse. Well, the reason behind the name is as extraordinary as the wine itself. It's because the owner and winemaker at Manzanita Manor Organics actually uses two beautiful horses to pull the plow on her farmland. When you take your very first sip of the Two Horse Vineyard's irresistible dessert wine, you'll immediately experience the winemaker's unparalleled connection to the land. It's what really makes it so good. You can purchase this exceptional wine online, as well as their purely delicious walnut oil, 100% organic heirloom walnuts, and free trade chocolate-covered walnuts. To learn more about all the Manzanita Manor Organics products, visit mmorganics.com. You can order all their walnut products there, and bottles of two horse, of course. Purchase and shipping subject to state and local regulations. Please see mmorganics.com for more information. He's back, and he's not alone. Your Grape Encounter continues with David Wilson and a little help from his friends. And your Grape Encounter continues from one of the extraordinary beaches in Puerto Carras, where I have the privilege of spending some quality time with Ileana Stengo, the president of this extraordinary vineyard and resort, along with Deputy Commercial Manager Poppy Golfi. We're here at a momentous time for the Greek people as they seek to take their country in a new and better direction. However, we're going to focus most of our attention today on the incredible Greek wines produced here in Puerto Carras in hopes that you'll spend a little time seeking them out. Now, Greece produces some amazing and unique wines, and some of these varietals were referenced in the writings of scholars like Socrates. A few minutes ago, we were talking about the aromatic white varietal Malagusia, which was literally popularized once again by Domaine Portacaras. So, Ileana, how many acres do you have planted in Malagusia now? And I know it's very difficult because we say acres, you say hectares. Yeah. So uh, roughly... Roughly it's, uh, more than uh, 85 hectares. And what does that translate into acres? Do you know? Not really. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> okay. All right. But it's a lot, right? Yeah. Yeah. And we got on the bus and it was amazing to me because we drove for hours looking at the vineyards here in Puerto Carras. And what percentage of the acreage did we actually see? Maybe 20%? Uh, less, less. Less than that? Yeah. No. The, the internal uh, road in our domain is more than 200 kilometers. Wow. Yeah. Wow. The other amazing thing that you told me was that the number of workers that it takes to pick the crops during harvest time mm -hmm. is only less than 200 people. Yeah, almost 200 people. How yeah. is that possible? I mean, you have so many acres of vineyards. It's just amazing to me that you could do that with so few people. I think that comes from uh, the famous Emile Peinot, the professor of Bordeaux, because when they plant 
the whole area, they thought to put varietals that they grow and rape in different time. You know, yes. we start with Malaguzia, and after comes the Athiri, and after comes the Asirtico, and we continue with the red varietals. So this is very carefully planned. Yeah, very, very. So that you don't have what we would call a crunch. No. At the end. Yeah. Yeah. So the most popular varietal that you grow here, is that Malaguzia or is it the Assertico? The very famous is Limignon. Limignon? I yeah. was totally wrong. Yeah. Wow. The very okay. famous is Limignon because Limignon is the most ancient Greek red varietal. So talk about the history of the Limignon because... That is a varietal that goes back thousands of years. It's more, the, it, more than 6,000 years. Is that the oldest varietal in the world? Yes, we wow. believe so. It's uh, more than 6,000 years ago and with the same name. Uh, originally comes from the island of Limnos, but it came here to Halkidiki Peninsula with the monks from the third leg. And they start growing that variety. And in, in our domain, it's a PDO. Those monks really had it, didn't they? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Wow. So the Limignon is something that is, I think, totally foreign to Americans and probably most of the rest of the world, right? Right. Yeah. If you hear the wind noise right now, that is because we are on the most beautiful beach you can possibly imagine. Right now, it's almost seven o'clock at night here and everybody is here on the beach and everybody is topless, right? (laughs) Oh, I'm kidding. The day in Greece is long and the night longer. You know what I really don't understand about you Greek people is this. You don't even start your day until about midnight. Yes, because we, what's, we what's love... What's the deal with that? And then you get up at 8 o'clock in the morning. You're crazy. No, no, we're not crazy. We love life. Americans go to bed at 10 o'clock at night and don't get up until 8 o'clock in the morning. No, this is not life. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry for I'm dying right now. <laughs> <laughs> because, you know, during daytime, you can do a lot of things, but during nighttime, you can do much more. <laughs> it's crazy to me because, I, I, you know, you start dinner at about like 9 o'clock, no, 10 o'clock no, at night. No, no, not 10 o'clock, 11. 10 o'clock at night, and then you look at your, you don't look at your watch anymore, you look at your iPhone, <laughs> and it's like... It's like freaking, you know, one o'clock, two o'clock in the morning, and it's time for dessert. <laughs> What's with that? And after we have to go to the nightclub, and we have a big <laughs> party tonight. Poppy, why have you put your microphone down? You're, you're like, because you're like, you like have checked because out of this conversation. Uh, Siliana says uh, everything. <laughs> no, it's I because you're rubbing to... suntan lotion all over your body. <laughs> oh my God, my David, don't be a liar. <laughs> Don't be a liar. I would never lie to my listeners. I know, uh, I know. Okay, so Limignon is a wine that certainly at our Grape Encounters Emporium, we sell that wine, and it's very interesting to see people drink that because it's a very exciting wine, and it's a history lesson, is it not? It is, but also we have the Sateau Porto Caras that you are also selling in uh, your uh, liquor store, the Grape Encounter Emporium. No, we don't say liquor store. No, sorry. Uh, no, we, 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 liquor is, you know, rum and... Okay, the wine, we, Although so. we are actually drinking a mojito. <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea they even had mojitos in Greece, but it's very, very delicious, actually. Wait until tonight. That... What's happening tonight? Uh, tonight we're going to have a surprise for you. Really? You're going to taste our wine cocktails. Wow. You know, I've actually written some stories about wine cocktails. At some point, wine is going to completely overtake the spirit world. 
and nobody's going to drink rum or vodka exactly. or gin anymore. So we have a very nice wine cocktail tonight. One of them is based on Limnog. It's a Limnog with something. It's a secret. Come on, you can tell me because no, it's a this is not going to air until after we've already had... Come on! Come here. Here's like five euros. Come Eliana, on. Eliana, don't spread our secret, please. Come on. No, you can tell me. You can, t- you can tell me. We have to announce next week we're announcing our cocktails recipes. <laughs> Great. So much for my scoop. Okay, so you are actually an enologist. No, I'm not an enologist. Yes, you are. Uh, no, I'm, a, I'm the winemaker. No, <laughs> wine no I'm the wine producer. No, no. I'm a civil engineer. I'm all of that. Wow. <laughs> So how involved in the winemaking process are you? I think year by year, more. I study, I finish the WSCT, the third level, and now I'm going to the fourth. I don't have too much time to study. I'm a very bad student, but never mind. Well, it's because you're busy, like, laying in the sunshine, getting a great tan. (laughs) (laughs) And not only, David, I travel around the world, you know. You know what's amazing about you? This was the most amazing thing, I think, of all. You are here in northern Greece, and you're going to fly all the way to Athens just to vote. Yes, Wow. Because voting is too important That's for That's a us. very expensive vote, you know? Yeah, I know. But that's the case. When will we know the results of the voting? Uh, around 8, 9 o'clock at night. Really? Okay. Okay. All right, so let's take a short break and move on from Lemonyon to the next subject. I think I'm going to take a quick dip in the sea while our engineers back in the studio in California share some very important messages with you. We're coming to you from one of the breathtaking beaches of Puerto Carras, where the president and co-owner of this magnificent sprawling resort property, Ileana Stengo, and her incomparable sidekick, Poppy Golfi, are teaching me a very important lesson about relaxation. Wow, I could really get used to having a studio like this. We'll be back with more Grape Encounters Radio just as soon as I've applied another coat of suntan lotion. If you'd like to hear more no-nonsense talk about wine and all the fun that goes with it, check out winetalkshow.com. At winetalkshow.com, you'll find a massive library of content for fun-loving, unpretentious people who aren't afraid to step outside the lines and challenge conventional wisdom. We'll take you places you've never been before. That's a promise. Expand your wine horizons in unimaginable ways at winetalkshow.com. Nestled between world-class Paso Robles and San Luis Obispo wine countries, the warm and inviting city of Atascadero is the humble heart of the Central Coast. With access to endless wine country adventures, including wine and olive oil tasting tours, artisan farm experiences, food, wine, and cultural events, historic Atascadero's cozy and oh-so-friendly atmosphere make it the perfect home base for Central Coast tourists. Discover more about the heart of the Central Coast at visitatascadero.com. We're all guilty of sin. We open a costly bottle of wine and recork it with the intent of drinking the rest later. But later comes and goes, and that delicious wine also goes. South, that is. The Coravin is the most reliable way to enjoy your wine without any concern about the unconsumed wine going bad. And while the Coravin costs a little bit more than other preservation systems, it does something they don't. It works. The Coravin is a beautifully engineered handheld device that gives you access to your wine through a small needle that you gently push straight through the cork. 
argon gas is injected into the bottle, while as little or as much of the wine you want flows right into your glass. The argon gas keeps your wine so safe, it's as though you never opened the bottle. Want to learn more? Click the Coravin link at GrapeEncounters.com. A wine is a terrible thing to waste. Get your Coravin at GrapeEncounters.com. Now, Grape Encounters with David Wilson continues. What a life I'm living this week as I have the pleasure of bringing you Grape Encounters Radio from a pristine beach on the grounds of the stunning Porta Carras Resort operated by Ileana Stengo and her family here in northern Greece. Also with us under an umbrella equipped with a call button for food, wine, and cocktails is Poppy Golfie, who may be just a tad bit radio shy, but has been the ultimate host on our two-week adventure through the vineyards of northern Greece. All right, so let's move on from Le Mignon for a second. And oh, by the way, a very important thing. Your enologists here, both of them are women. That's spectacular because, you know, in America, women winemakers are becoming very popular. But here in Europe, that's not the case. But here at Porto Carras, it is the case. You know, the winemakers here are women. Why? Because I took that decision years ago. I think that women have, you know, some different mentality that men has. I used to work with men at the past, but I get along with ladies more than... Well, men are pigs. We know that, right? <laughs> no, I don't say that. I say that they well. have, you know, a dream. They have a, a target and they can understand me more because I am a woman. So we are getting along very well. Well, we also know that women have better palates than men, yes. generally speaking. Do you agree? I agree fully. Yeah. And what about you? Why are you sitting there staring at me? Do you want to answer the same question? Yes, of course. Also? Why not? You well, can disagree uh, with Ileana if you want. it has to do with um, the leader of our team, Ileana. Ileana is the leader. And if you notice, not only the enologists are women, me also. <laughs> Even I don't sound yes, I you like a woman. A yes, woman. That was obvious. Yes. Please, David, tell Bobby, to yes. your audience that I am a woman, <laughs> despite of my voice. <laughs> you are a very, very exotic and beautiful woman. Thank you. Thank you so okay. much. Also, the sales that the woman that is on top of uh, export? the export uh, department, she is a woman also. David, you met so, here, Katarina. Uh, oh, yeah, you Katarina, met Katarina. You met. So I think uh, it comes that from Mrs. Iliana. From the moment that she's the leader, we are her army. You're her army? Yes, Amazons. we are. Amazon. We, we are. Amazons? We are. I can, wow. say, I can say that, believe me. Okay. We feel like that. Wow. That's why I think we are doing a great job. So Ileana <laughs> has an army of women yes, yes. who are taking over the wine world by promoting wines that were here so. from the very beginning. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Wow. That's pretty My Amazons. Yes. <laughs> we are. And like uh, as the Amazon, we are, we are not only clever. We are beautiful. You're we are beautiful. Exotic. You're cunning. Yes. Okay. All oh right. Oh my God. Well, anyway, <laughs> listen. I, I must tell you that this is one of the most. You know what? It might be the most amazing place I've ever been. Thank you, David. Honestly, Thank you. it's spectacular, and the wines here are spectacular. If you want traditional European varietals. You'll find them here. The Cabernet is very delicious, you know, but a very different take on Bordeaux varietals. But you have several of them here. 
And then the ancient Greek varietals, very interesting. And it seems to me like you're going to be the leaders in taking those ancient varietals and making them the new, very exciting varietals of the future. That's exciting. It is. It is an exciting project. So, and you know what? I'm very excited because I get to talk about it and help to introduce the rest of the world to these varietals that are so amazing. You know, if you get the opportunity to taste Greek wines, you should definitely do that. And there are many Greek wines that have been in the marketplace for a very long time. But the varietals that are happening here in Puerto Carras, they're not new, but they're new to the rest of the world. And I think that if you have the opportunity to try them, you're going to be very surprised. It's a very new discovery. Yes. Also, we have a blend with French varietals and Greek varietals. Also, this is, uh, sounds very promising for consumers to taste our wines. All right. So here's a question for both of you. When you're not drinking Greek wines, what do you drink? Uh, mostly. Yes. Coffee. Frappe. Coffee. And you, Poppy? Uh, let me rephrase your question. Oh, if you're going to redo my question? <laughs> <laughs> That's no. a first. Yeah. Um, okay. If we drink foreign wines instead of Greek wines, yes. that was your question? That really was. Well, um, I may say it's not because you are an American. The other wine that I'm, I love also as the Greek wines is the Zinfandel, one of my favorites. Do you favorite. know that I live in the heart of the best Zinfandel producing region in the world. So I am invited. That's an invitation from you. I have actually a case of, of Zin in my room, actually, and I'm going to bring it Here? down for dinner tonight. Yes. Okay. So you want to okay. lower the budget? <laughs> because I'm going to trade my wine first. From yeah, now? I trade my from wine for we? my tab. For yeah, me, I love Chardonnay. Chardonnay. Yes, I'm yes. crazy about Chardonnay. And Chardonnay is really changing now. Do you grow Chardonnay here? We grow Chardonnay, you yes. You do? Yeah, we do, but we blend it. You blend it with what? Uh, with blend it in, uh, you know, in the a white blend. With Malagusia? With Malagusia and Assertico. Wow. But it's in hey, you know what, before we stop, uh, level. Let's talk about Assertica for a second, because that's a delicious wine. And I don't think most people have any idea what it is. Assertico is fantastic wine. Uh, it's a wine with high acidity, very aromatic, and minerality also. And the most important is it's the most ancient Greek white varietal. Really? Really, yeah. Wow, okay. comes from Santorini, but here we have a North Expression, and it's also very, very lovely. But you do everything better than Santorini here, right? <laughs> Everybody knows Santorini, but you know what? Here's what I'm going to say. This is going to wrap up this segment of Grape Encounters. If you come to Puerto Carras, you do not have to ride a donkey to get to all of the fun, right? Exactly. You can just like get on a Mercedes-Benz bus and you're done. In Santorini, you got to ride a donkey. <laughs> and you will stink for the rest of the day, by the way. Okay. Oh, you know, I said that was the last thing. But the final last thing is goats. Everybody knows that I am not fond of anything having to do with goats, but I have been eating goat, everything. And last night you snuck some goat meat on me, right? Yes, it was I didn't fantastic. Know that you don't like it? Well, I, you know, I don't. I don't make it a big point of telling people. But I felt really vindicated when I ate the goat, and I thought, "There's one goat that's not going to make cheese for me." <laughs> 
But the goat, but the goat cheese is really good here in Greece, actually, because you use very young goats. And in America, we have like old goats. It's not only that, David. Uh, last night, goat, it was cooked with limnio. Oh. The sauce was from limnio. So the secret was your wine. Exactly. It would have been terrible goat had it not been for your <laughs> wine. So that's why we serve it uh, with the company of limnio. So every single course last night, I think there were seven courses, if I counted correctly. Yes. Every single course had something goat in it. No, yes, David. It, yes, it did. And it was all delicious. But I, I was sitting next to Poppy, and she's like going, oh, that's like a dead goat right there. <laughs> it's like, yikes. We had seven dishes and eight goat dishes. The, the dessert was goat. Yes, it, it was. I mean, you, you d- dessert and goat, they don't even sound like they go together, right? <laughs> Speak about that. What was that? It was like some sort of... It was uh, a goat cheese wow. with, with strawberry handmade sauce. And on the top, strawberries, fresh strawberries. And uh, at the bottom, we had uh, a Greek kataifi. All right. I do not hate goats any longer. Thanks to the Greeks. Thanks to you. Thank you very much. It was one of the things that I could talk about very freely on the radio was how much I hated goats until I came here and you blew it for me. Tomorrow we are going to, how can I say, tomorrow we're going to change your opinion about goats. <laughs> Good You're luck. You're going to have a free spa therapy. And a, a, a what? A free spa therapy. Am I getting a massage from a goat? No, from three goats, lovely ladies. Three goats? Okay. <laughs> All right, okay. All right, so that's going to do it for this segment of Grape Encounters from Puerto Carras. So let me simply say this. If you want the vacation of a lifetime, you know what? The best way is just Google Puerto Carras. Okay, it's P-O-R-T-O-C-A-R-R-A-S. Exactly. That's it. Yeah. Or you could spell it in Greek, and I have no idea how that's done. But uh, anyway, I can recommend this resort because I have stayed here. It is fantastic, amazing. And the food is amazing. The resort is amazing. Your private patio is amazing. The wine is amazing. The vineyards are amazing. The owners are amazing. And be sure to ask for Poppy. Yes, and okay? we are amazing. <laughs> if, if, if they say they heard this on Grape Encounters, will you personally escort them around? Of course. First of all, I prefer friends of yours, like you. All of my listeners are my friends. Okay. They are more than welcome to come here, and I will be their escort. Okay. For sure. Very good. That's going to do it for our tour of Puerto Carras. Thank you very much, and I appreciate everything you've done for me, by the way. Thank and, you so much that you came to Greece and come to Puerto Carras also. Just one last question. How beautiful is my tan? Unbelievable beautiful. <laughs> All right, we'll be back with more Grape Encounters right after this. You're having a Grape Encounter with David Wilson. What a way to spend the day. for wine knowledge, be it trivia or the latest trends, there's a website that's overflowing with content that we've created just for you. It's GrapeEncounters.com, where you'll find literally hundreds upon hundreds of stories and interviews covering almost every topic imaginable. From the world's most colorful and renowned winemakers to unforgettable wine adventures, there's something for every wine lover at GrapeEncounters.com. Go ahead, log on, uncork, pour, swirl, and sip. If you love wine, 
then you probably love to travel, too. And there are two places you should really visit soon. The best part is you don't even have to pack a bag or leave your house. If you're looking for adventures and wine, log on to GrapeEncounters.com. There you'll find an audio library of more than 300 stories that will take you virtually anywhere you want to go. At GrapeEncounters.com, you'll find short subjects as well as full stories. All audio can be downloaded with one click, and you'll be amazed at the broad range of subject matter. Another place you really should visit is our Facebook group page. Simply search for Grape Encounters Radio or click on the link on our website. The Grape Encounters Radio group has become a formidable place for wine lovers to exchange ideas, introduce products, and share upcoming events. If you're not already a group member, then join the party on Facebook. Grape Encounters is more than a radio broadcast. It's a family of like-minded, fun-loving, unpretentious wine lovers. Come fill up your glass today. Nestled right in between two world-class wine countries, Paso Robles and San Luis Obispo, the warm and inviting city of Atascadero is the perfect gateway to nearly endless wine country adventures. Cozy and oh-so-friendly, make historic Atascadero home base for adventures to hundreds of surrounding wineries, the nearby Pacific, and magical Hearst Castle, plus an amazing array of attractions from zip lining to delectable dining. Discover all that affordable Atascadero has to offer at visitatascadero.com. Back with Grape Encounters Radio, and I have one final installment to conclude our two-week journey across the wine countries of northern Greece. Last week, we traveled all over the wine region of Nausa, Greece, before heading off to Porto Carras. However, there was one very special stop that I didn't have time to share with you, so we'll conclude this week's Grape Encounters with a truly memorable experience way off the beaten path at the Tiralis Family Organic Vineyard. There, Christos Tiralis and his twin sister Nicoletta, along with their father, presented a truly incredible picnic like none I've ever experienced. Apart from the fact that a beautifully set table was waiting for us in the vineyard miles from the nearest road, it was the menu that was as original and satisfying as the handcrafted wines that this Greek winemaking family is becoming renowned for. Each item served at the table had one thing in common. They all featured ingredients taken right from the grapevines, and I'm not merely talking about grapes. So, with the constant hum of cicadas in the background, I asked Christos and Nicoletta to share their amazing vineyard creations with me and you. Okay, this is the point in the show where everybody wishes that they were me, because I am sitting in the middle of a vineyard under a beautiful oak tree, and I have got in front of me a spread of homemade foods, all of which have been made with things from the vineyard. Christos is with me right now, and his beautiful twin sister, Nicoletta, welcome. Welcome. Nice to meet you. It's nice to meet you, too. And you had something to do with this meal, right? Yes, of course. And your mother as well. Where's mom, by the way? In the kitchen. Oh, so there's yeah. more There's more food coming. No, because he would like to just wash the dishes and go to bed. That's it. <laughs> because of you. <laughs> so let me explain that for a second, because our table, we're sitting here, and we have Christos here, who was out in California recently. 
and we showed him hopefully a good time. Yeah, a very good time in California. And then Christos's dad is here. So tell me about what we've got sitting here on the table because this is amazing. And for people who live anywhere near wine country and have access to grape leaves or whatever, it turns out you could do a lot more with them than just dolmas, though we have those here as well. Yeah. So walk me through this meal and tell me how creative we can get with these foods. We have a pesto with wine leaves instead of basil. We have sardines. Wait, with- slow down though, but there's something else in the pesto. Normally we use pine nuts in the pesto. Peanuts. Oh, it's peanuts. Yeah. Wow. Pine nuts. Are you sure it's pine nuts or is it peanuts? No. No peanuts, pine nuts. Pine nuts. Okay, so it is pine nuts. Yeah. There. Okay, great. Moving on. We have sardines with wine leaves. And from what I understand, you captured these sardines with your bare hands. No, uh, I, no? I just bought them, but uh, <laughs> but the wine leaves are mine. Okay, so let's talk about how you deal with wine leaves, because I think the process is the same, whether it's the pesto or the grape leaves. You have to pasteurize them first, right? Yes, of course. So how do we do that? Uh, we collect uh, the wine leaves around in the end of June, and then we put them in a jar, and we pasteurize them, and we can keep them in a room temperature for, uh, for a couple of years. And then we just open the jar, and we can cook them. So basically, it's like canning fruit, right? Yes. The same process. Yeah, so you yeah, can yeah. Use what's called a mason jar. We call it at home. Yes. When it cools, the lid pops down. Yes. And you're good to go, right? Yeah, that's is, right. Is that a common thing to do here in Greece to save up grape leaves in a jar so that you can use them later on for rolled grape leaves and things like that? Yes, because we like dolmas, as you know. Dolmas is made by wine leaves. How, how often do you eat those? Very often. Very often, yeah. Uh, okay, yeah. good. That's it's very little, delicious. Uh, let's talk about the potatoes because those were fantastic. Uh, the sauce was from grape leaves. What a surprise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, of course. So you can make amazing things with grape leaves. Yeah, I'm learning that. As you can understand. Okay, anything else? Oh, this is the last one. I haven't even tasted this yet. So tell me what this is. It's kind of Greek spaghetti, but it's made from the little shoots off of the grape plant, right? Your dad calls it the helicopter. Something like this. <laughs> what is this part of the they grape called? Like. Uh, it helps the wine leaves, the grape, to, oh, to, to get to the top. And uh, you can cut them. You can uh, put them uh, also in a jar with uh, vinegar. Wow. And you can keep them. That's delicious. Yeah. It's uh, what we call in Greece, meze, a great meze. Meze. Yeah. Okay. The last thing we had, wait, what am I forgetting? What did we miss? Oh, the peppers. Yeah. Okay. Tell me about that. The peppers. They have a sauce from the grape juice. The grape juice. So, yeah, this is actually, we call it the must, right? Yes. Yeah. Grape must. So, this is the grape juice that has not been fermented, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. You can uh, boil the juice, and while you boil it, you can make it like a syrup. Yeah. Instead, you can use it instead of sugar. So you got a little sweet. Or instead of uh, honey. And you got a little sweet and sour going yeah. there. So where's the sour come from? The sour in the peppers is from vinegar. Oh, just vinegar. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But and also wine syrup. Yeah. But also from wine, you can make vinegar. So listen, if you're listening to this on the radio, you can go to the website graveencounters.com. You can play this back. You can pause and you can write all this down because we got we stole all these Greek recipes and yeah. it's fantastic from Nicoletta. And anyway, oh, we forgot the tzatziki. That was very interesting because you made it in the traditional style, but then you added a secret ingredient here in the vineyard. And you can probably hear that secret ingredient in the background, right? Yeah. What do, what do we call those things that are making all that noise, that racket in the background? Tzatziki. Tzatziki. So it <laughs> makes sense. Tzatziki, tzatziki. <laughs> And we were sitting here, and one flew into the container. One tzatziki flew to tzatziki. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then you fished it out. And you wa- it was really nice because you very quietly walked away. You didn't panic. 
this big old we we call them grasshoppers at home. Okay, there's there's no sugar coat in this, folks. So she goes, takes a big spoon, she fishes the grasshopper that's flailing around in the tzatziki, and she you know just kind of throws him into the woods, and then brings the tzatziki back to the table. Right? Yeah. Like nothing happened. Like nothing nature. happened. Yeah, we're on a picnic. That was it's a picnic, right? Yeah, that's better than ants. Anything right? can happen in France. They eat those things, right? We are in their place. They are not in our place. <laughs> that's why. <laughs> all right. Well, I very much appreciate. This is really a wonderful spread, and we and we all I think appreciate very much. Can we all give them a big round of applause, <laughs> Eric, for this fantastic, fantastic? Thing? spread that we have here. And then a little plug, you're the sales manager, yeah. Nicoletta, for the winery. Yeah. So tell people how they can find the wines. Um, you're sure well, you're the sales manager? I'm the sales manager, but you, you can find them now in California. So I'll try to do everything to, to, get to, them there. to have it in, in a year. Okay. So you know what? Here's the deal. In, in a, a wine year, shop near you. For a year, you're not going to be able to get them. Although I will carry them at the Grape Encounters Emporium the minute you can get them to me. Okay. And so you can be able to find them there. But in the meantime, you got all these great recipes of creative things to do with grape leaves. And even if you don't live in a vineyard like me, you probably, the neighbors probably got grapes that are growing <laughs> right into your backyard, right? Yeah. Snip a few off. You got all the tips here. Like I said, go to grapeencounters.com, play back the podcast. That's all you need, right? Yes, of course. You guys are fantastic. I, I, seriously, thank you so much for this. This was wonderful. Thank you very much for coming here. <laughs> you bet. I'm not leaving here. California and Nausa are very close, uh, right. as you can see. <laughs> you know what? In a matter of just 13 hours, you can be here, right? Yeah. And you can sleep the whole bloody way. Of course. You never know what part of the world the Grape Encounters microphones will take you to. Don't miss a single experience. Your Grape Encounter isn't over. We're just taking a breather until next week's edition. 